RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. This is RPG Lessons Learned. I am Brian, and I'm here with Dusty, who's going to tell us what happened on this session of Vampire the Masquerade. In this session, Eduardo and Zepp are summoned to a conclave of all the kindred in the city. Now, I call the episode Conclave. We say Conclave over and over again while we're recording. I'm going to stick with Conclave, but that's a mistake. I should have been saying Enclave when we record it. But we'll call it a conclave. Uh, all the vampires are coming together for a big meeting to figure out what are these strange goings on in Charlotte. And Eduardo and Zepp are obligated to attend. Let's see how that turns out. Do we need to review what happened last time? You were hanging out at the sanctuary, yep. mm-hmm. and she cottoned on to the fact that you were some Diablerists. She read our aura. She read your aura, mm-hmm. and uh, took off, and you just chased her down and took out her and two of her friends, mm-hmm. and you have since beefed up your stats even more. This is immediately after. It's, it's the following night. You show up at the sanctuary, and Jack tells you that the prince has called everyone together for an enclave. So my first question to you is, do you try not to go to the Enclave, or do you go to the Enclave? Did we talk, talk with, we didn't talk to Jack after the, uh... It was mm-hmm. pretty near sunrise. Yeah. So frankly, you guys would have gone to ground, mm. and this is the following night. Oh, okay. When it's yeah. your chance to talk to Jack. Yeah. And you show up at the sanctuary, and this is the hubbub and commotion, and Jack's saying things like, come on, get your asses in gear! Like trying to get all the anarchs to get all their shit so that they can go to the, to the sense of urgency. To yes, yeah. we should probably talk to Jack. All right, how do you do that? Did you agree? Yeah, sure. Let's talk with Jack. Call him over. Say, hey, we need to chat with you for a minute. Okay, so which one of you speaks to Jack? Uh, I guess it'll be me. Yeah, Eduardo's level-headed. Okay, so Eduardo, what do you say to Jack? So it might be a bad idea for us to attend this little gathering. Oh, shit. What happened? Uh, Several things have happened. Uh, We may have uh, acquired a range of different uh, vampiric powers over the weeks. Jack looks completely taken aback. Does he now? And are you saying this to him in front of... of, Lord, no. You've pulled him away. Of course. He's in his office or something like that. Yes. Not the one that the door is busted out on, unless the door has been fixed. Well, that was the door to the Aladdin's office. Oh, okay. yes. And, and it's it looks nailed shut for now. How exactly would you say you uh, acquired more powers? Let's say we stepped back and just kind of drunk it all in. That's what she saw. No comment. So who saw what now? Shut up. Great. Well, I've got bad news for you. Okay. At an enclave, mm-hmm. there will be a hell of a lot more Malkavians there. Mm. So, is there any way to hide our aura? So, I'll remind you, as the GM, that part of what eating the Malkavians mm-hmm. gave you was the oh, obfuscate, obfuscate discipline. That's right, that's yes. right, that's right. 
what I also told you, so this isn't part of the quick start. This is my right. ruling. Mm -hmm. My ruling is for you to hide your Diablerie aura, I would have you make an opposed roll. Oh, right, the Malkavian right. would roll Auspex, and you would roll Obfuscate. Uh, so what do you recommend? You're too well known to skip town. We've done things for the prince. Aaron knows your names. Aaron's accepted you into the kindred community. If you don't show up for the Enclave, then whatever it is he's worried about, he's going to think you're in the middle of it by default. Is there any legitimate reason to not go to the Enclave? Death. Oh, well. Let, all right, let's do it. Because otherwise, I would imagine that they would do a blood hunt and then... Which one of you, and I'm asking this question because I don't know, which one of you do you think Jack likes best? Yeah, probably. I, I don't know, man. I'm not the level-headed one. You're the level-headed one. Yeah, but you're more interesting. True. I just have no social skills, which probably it's works out more interesting. Yeah. Where yeah. is your social? One. Ah, okay. So yeah, it probably is Eduardo. Right. That's right. That's oh, fair enough. So when you guys go to move away, he's gonna he's gonna grab your upper arm and say, uh, "This this thing you've been doing. Mm. How much would you say you've done it? How how many? How much more powerful would you say you've got?" Uh, let me check my character sheet. Uh, three, top three? Three, four, three? Uh, I've done one, two, three, four. I've done four. Four? I think four times, four. apparently. Four times. I lost count. And how long? And you, you guys have probably been kindred for maybe two months at this point. A couple months. And he, he looks really shaken at that, and he just kind of... He'll just kind of give you a nod, like he's processing, but he's also dismissing you. Jack, which clan were you in again? Bruja. Okay, uh, we are got you. You're cool. He looks even more shaken. Mm -hmm. I'm joking. But you are cool. <laughs> you, you are cool. All right, so what do you guys do? I'm going to go to the... I want to go to the Enclave, and we'll try to see, you know, if the rolls go our way. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to buff my things now. Um, that's probably a good idea before you show up to the Enclave. Okay. And last time your blood was full because you just Diablerized two vampires. Yeah, you yeah. will each be down one blood from mm -hmm. waking up this morning. Yep. yep. So you go to the Enclave. Yeah. Okay. The Enclave has been called at the Nations Bank Corporate Center. This building is just a couple of years old. <laughs> a bunch of bankers, a bunch of vampires. Why are you laughing, Chris? <laughs> because it's so corporate. <laughs> it's it's Charlotte. It's, it's amazing. Vampires. I did I know, research like, that that was the tallest building in Charlotte at the time. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like it just it's it's like a corporation, a Fortune 500 company, just is like, hey, let's get together. I just imagine the event planning. Yeah, so we're going to do an enclave with the other vampires. Do you know Can a better place for a bunch of blood suckers? No, not at all. Exactly. Number two banking capital in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's a perfect city. And the nation's main corporate center is called what today is pop quiz? Uh, the epicenter. Bank of America. The Bank of America corporate center. Yeah. Mm. So that's the building that you're going to. Yeah. Entirely uh, appropriate. And you have mm -hmm. not been told why there's an enclave. Mm -hmm. And no one ever is. It's like a fire drill. You, you hear the ring, you go, and then you get answers. Is there, like, uh, electronic dance music as we walk up? Like, all of a sudden, you just hear, Are you ready for this? This is that would be the right time period. I'm saying. It is the right time period, but this is not Blade. And I'm going to say, like, imagine how much your grandpa hated techno in the 90s. 
And now That's these how, are like yeah, your yeah. grandpa's 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 grandpa. So is there any like really kick-ass piano music then? I'll give you. There's a string quartet. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. There, there's, you know, I don't, yeah. even, I don't even know what's in a string quartet, but there's, a, there's at least one cello. Yeah. There's right. at least one violin. Violin. Yeah. There's more. probably a viola. There might be a stand-up bass or something like that, right? Isn't that the same thing as a cello? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. My buddy Brett would hate me for not knowing that, but that's okay. So many people would hate us for not knowing. Yeah, that's true. But that's there's okay. a string quartet. Cool. Uh, and the string quartet, so. You go to the Nation's Bank Corporate Center, right. and sure enough, there are vampires. And I'm going to go the blade route. They're wearing, like, black turtlenecks, black stocking caps, not yep. pulled down over their faces. And, uh, you know, they, they've got some weaponry, but it's not super obvious. Maybe some black trench coats to hide the weaponry. Do they have badges that show which clan they're with they don't. and their name? They don't. Those that serve the prince sort of try to... That's why they're wearing the stocking caps, and that's why they're wearing all the stuff, is to sort of cover up that. You can tell that more than one is a Nosferatu, though. Like, more than one. Oh, like yeah. You can see past the sunglasses. How can we tell, Dusty? <laughs> all of the Nosferatu look like, like, obviously undead. So, you show up, and, and, and these guys are sort of directing traffic. The guys that are wearing all the, the black turtleneck, black stocking cap, black trench coat, the whole nine yards, black sunglasses. It's amazing. They're directing everyone to the parking deck. And you're actually taking the elevator. When you go on the elevator, another one of those guys is always operating the elevator. If you've been to the Nation's Bay Corporate Center, mm-hmm. so number one, it only, in this with where we are in this timeline in the 90s, in the mid-90s, it only opened a couple of years ago. It right. opened in 92, so everything looks brand new. Yep. In the elevator, the, the panel for the buttons is actually open, and there's another panel of, of, of buttons that they're hitting. Mm-hmm. And you feel the elevator from the parking deck, which is already below the building, you feel the elevator going down. The elevator doors open up, and you step out, and it is, like, garish, and sort of insanely garish, but a bit delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, black marble, everything. Oh, wow. It's okay. black marble floor, walls, everything. Now, the floor, most of the floor are covered with these bright crimson red rugs. Not carpeting. Right. Rugs. So it doesn't cover the whole floor, but but all over the place. Easier to clean. All over the place are these bright red rugs. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of vampires milling about. And you realize there's a receiving line. And everyone's sort of being shoved into this receiving line. And the receiving line is in this order here that I've laid out. Oh, okay. The receiving line, at the very head of the receiving line is... Prince Aaron, and you'll remember Prince Aaron, he is the prince of the city. Mm-hmm. He's the gentleman who I described as looking very much like Idris Elba. Like, super in shape, like super good looking. Right. That's Prince Aaron, and he's greeting everyone like really loudly and gregariously. And He's making a big show, you start to realize as you wait for your turn in this receiving mm-hmm. room, of calling every kindred by name. Oh, wow. And it's pretty impressive that he knows all of his subjects, yeah. but it's also... It's also pretty intimidating that he knows all that. Like, like, you get the sense that there's this double meaning to what he's doing. Like, hey, I haven't forgotten you, and I haven't forgotten you. Yeah. So he's doing that. That's not what grabs your attention, though. Mm-hmm. What grabs your attention is the person right next to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. You've heard about her. Ashura. Mm-hmm. And you've probably, you probably saw her when you showed up to the princes that first time to do him that oh, favor. Yeah. All of the, yeah. uh, the primogens were around. 
and you recognize Candace as well in the receiving line. She's sort of toward the back of the receiving line. She's the Bruja Primogen. You realize these are the Primogen of all the clans. And then Jack kind of shoulders past you, and he gets to the end of the receiving line, and he's sort of acting as like the Primogen of the Anarchs. That's sort of greeting people at the end of the receiving line. But here's the, re the receiving line. What catches your attention is that Ashura is looking extremely intently at everyone the prince greets. Mm -hmm. Like literally scanning them. Mm -hmm. And she is not only a Malkavian, she is the primogen of the Malkavian. She is an elder Malkavian. She has got some auspects skills. Skills? Skills. In fact, I am going to need five die. Alright, so we're going to go ahead and do some rolling. She is going to be rolling her auspects, which uses her psychic. And you guys are both going to be rolling with your obfuscate, which uses mental. Now, one of you has advanced, mm -hmm. and the other one has basic. Has basic. Yep. So for the advanced, I'm actually going to lower your difficulty by one. So... Three. Zep, you're going to have difficulty three, and I'm going to have difficulty of four okay. when I roll against you. So, which of you is first in line? Which of you will be the first uh, the prince gets to? I would say the social, the non-socially awkward. Yeah. So Me, I Edu guess. Eduardo's first? I guess. All right. Yeah. When it's your turn, mm -hmm. the prince is, again, super loud, holds his hand out to you. Eduardo! And he, and he gives you the handshake. And not every, not every kindred gets this, but he pulls you into sort of... He uses his hand mm -hmm. and pulls you into sort of a one-arm hug and slaps your back. Mm -hmm. And he says real loudly in front of everyone, thank you again for that favor. Anytime. And he's going to pass you off to Ashura. And Ashura is going to start to look intently at you. It's going to be a four. One success on her. Okay, I'm rolling mental, right? One success on her aspects. And you're rolling your mental for obfuscate. Two successes. Yeah. You sense her, her her scan just sort of slide right over you, and and you are you are good to go. And now good Prince Aaron turns to you, Zep. Ah, Zep. Thank you, of course. And uh, you get the same sort of vigorous handshake, yep. and he pulls you in for a one arm hug, and you get, you get kind of a back slapper. Uh, same thing. You get passed off to Ashura, and she gets. Four successes. She know me. Wait, no, no, Wait, no, 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 dude, no you blew her out of the yeah, water. That's fine. You got five successes. Yeah, because yeah, he has difficulty three for that that's one, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, he has difficulty of three. Yeah, completely succeeded. Mm -hmm. All right, with your successful obfuscate, you both make it past your first trial, and this game becomes so much more interesting. After Ashura makes her rolls for each of you, you get the, sort of the briefest like lip fish handshake where she's already as she shakes your hand, she's already focused on the next person in line doing her scanning. Mm. Like like this is her mission uh, at this point. So party. she's not yeah. She's not she's not greeting, she's not talking. She's like, working. Uh, in fact, roll me roll me a D six, just one. Do it man. Good D six. So this is four. four. <laughs> you get passed off to Tirza. And then and I'm gonna have the, you guys move through the rest of the line as a group. Tirza doesn't offer her hand. Remember that she is the primogen of the Nosferatu. Yep. Um, she gives you sort of this. She crosses both of her arms over her shoulders and bows and gives you the salute. That's what she's been doing to everyone. I return. I return. 
and she respects us because of everything that we've done before. Mm. She's, she's, but she's still she's lukewarm. You've me. never gotten a read on her emotions. She is just like last time you saw her, mm-hmm. wearing a scarf, which is what she does in polite company. Yeah. So, um, if she moves her head too much, it, you can see that she's missing her jaw. But that's all hidden in a scarf that she has wrapped around her neck. Mm. Uh, next, you get to Leah, the primogen of the Toreador. Leah is so, so the Toreador really value aesthetics, beauty. Mm-hmm. She represents everything that would be beautiful and alluring and mysterious about the vampire world. Like if there are stories about, you know, vampire seductresses oh, or vampire seducers, it's the Toreador clan that are behind this. Mm. So she is she's an absolute knockout. And she gives you each sort of a brief, like holding her hand out to let you kiss it. Curtsies. Does she curtsy? She does not curtsy. She she is the one in power. Mm. Oh, She's letting so you we show loyalty. Yeah. By kiss the ring. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, very much a kiss the ring gesture. Do you guys kiss the ring? Uh, yeah, absolutely, because we want to blend in, right? So we don't mm. want to cause any stir. Follow my lead. I'll right. follow your lead, sir. So you do um, that. Next is Sari, the primogen of the Tremere. And she, the Tremere you've heard, mm-hmm. um, these are the ones that, are, that, that have all the vampire magic. Mm-hmm. So anything you've heard about blood magic or magical abilities, magical skills, vampires casting spells, illusions, etc. That's the Tremere. So she doesn't appear to have anything in her eyes but whites. Hmm. Uh, so so very sort of uh, bohemian looking, not as bohemian looking as as the Malkavian mm-hmm. and, and, and the Malkavian clan. Like that's sort of those boho chic hippies that you right. killed mm-hmm. Rain last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks sort of bohemian, but in a very purposeful, put together way. Um, but also... She's wearing a lot of, like, trinkets and stuff. So she's, like, beatnik. You get the sense that these trinkets are not accidental or for decoration. These are utilitarian. These have spells on them. These have protections on them. Like, she is sort of the wizard, so to speak. And mm-hmm. she's the primogen of, of, of the uh, Tremere. And she offers her hand very briefly to everyone before you. Everyone who takes her hand look a bit shocked. Mm-hmm. When they take her hand. So she offers her hand to you. First to you. Do you take her hand? I guess I gotta. Okay. Um, Such a roll, right? Do we notice anybody not taking not taking her hand? You don't notice anyone not taking her hand. Uh, it's not a social roll. I need you to make a psychic roll. DC4. DC4 and just make the roll. Okay. Um, That's two ones, folks. Yep, sneak eyes. When she takes your hand, she doesn't... And by the way, this is not the same roll you made earlier. Let me just go ahead and be clear as GM. When you succeeded on these rolls with Ashura, mm-hmm. you will not be revealed in this game as Diablerists. Unless we the shout it. Right. No, no. no. Well, unless you eat someone else. You have successfully obfuscated that. Okay. Your, your Diablery is good. Hold mm-hmm. up. You saying I can't eat nobody else? Sure, sure you can. But oh. if you do... She has a chance to detect it again. Oh, understood. Gotcha. Yep, but good. she finds something else about you. Oh, boy. Whereas everyone that she down. touched looked kind of stunned, mm-hmm. when she touches you, she looks stunned. And she kind of takes a step back and blinks. Do I shake too hard? Do I squeeze too hard? She covers it over, and she goes to shake your hand. Psychic roll. Static electricity, man. That's all that is. That's all that you got stuck. DC4. Oh, boy. Wow, that's a lot of dice. Uh, I'm not touching that one. 
Six. One. Yep. Six down there. And a six. So two. Two. Two successes? Yep. All right. And three ones. You succeed. Um, she takes your hand, and, and neither of you look shocked. In I fact, I squeeze her hand just a little tight whenever we. Like sort of an intimidation move? No, not not like that. More like. Is not hey. better. She ignores it and moves on to the next person. She yeah. she's too focused on. She still looks a little distracted when she shakes your hand yeah. about what happened with Eduardo. Mm. When you get to Candace, remember how you rolled the d six and you rolled four? Yep. When you get to Candace, all of a sudden, a huge commotion up here catches you. Um, oh, thank God there's some other idiots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get them! Yes! How dare they! She cues. Ashura immediately says something in, in a language you've never heard before. And Tirza is on this neonate like that. Mm. And Tirza kills this, this... You hear the commotion... By the time you look, Tirza has killed this vampire. Like, head removed from body, blood gurgling. Um, this mm-hmm. vampire is is no more. Mm-hmm. Tirza seems like a badass. Tirza is a complete badass. And uh, the prince sort of raises his hand to calm everyone down. He says, everyone, it's fine. We had some diablerists in our midst. It's taken care of. Boo. I'm glad that got sorted out. Yeah, gosh, man. I was so scared. Okay, that's enough. Doth, doth protest too much. <laughs> you greet Candace. I don't know if you remember Candace. When you went on your first blood hunt to prove to the prince that you were neonates, to convince the prince you were neonates and not fledglings, mm-hmm. Candace is the primogen of the guy that you killed. Oh. He went sort of renegade. And she's the one that particularly sought you out after you did that service to shake your hand and say, no hard feelings, he was a renegade. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to Candace? Good to say again. She is the one, if anyone, she's the one that's warm to you. Because you've now done two favors to the prince. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's, one was a benefit to her. Right. You're also an anarch, and the Bruja are not as inclined to dislike anarchs. Mm-hmm. The Bruja are, are, of all the clans... Sort of the the iconoclasts, the rebellious ones, the ones who, who don't like authority that yeah. much. So she sort of likes that you're an anarch. She's not an anarch herself. She's Camarilla, and she has some duties, yada, yada, yada. But on, really on the inside, she kind of likes the anarchs. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the one that gets along the best with uh, with Jack. Hence, both Bruja. Right. Mm. So what do you say to her? Good to see you again. How you been? And, and Good. The prince has been worried. Hey, Can-Can. She, she doesn't know what to do with that. <laughs> uh, she's sort of taken aback, and she goes, Hello, um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name? Uh, Zep. Zep, of course, of course. Good to see you, too. And she pats you on the shoulder, very much like you would pat a child on the head. I'm reading social norms for dummies, and it's not going so well. I can tell. <laughs> you are absolutely role-playing Zep's single social doc. Yes. Then Rufus is next. Rufus is the primogen of the game, though. Mm-hmm. Rufus seems openly hostile to you guys. Like Everybody or just us? Just you. And in fact, Rufus is going to start... We're going to make some physicality rolls opposed. Oh boy. Rufus is going to try to intimidate you with his handshake. <laughs> Bro, if you only knew, man, I'm going to dap you up. Let's go, mm-hmm. Rufus. Can I borrow five? I think it's five, too. So Rufus is going to go first. We're going to call this a DC4. 
Rufus has one successor. So, Eduardo, Rufus takes your hand, and he throws a mad grip on it. Are you rolling six die? Yeah. Oh, could you move? Buffed you, up, you man. Buffed up. Mm-hmm. He, he, and he takes a mad grip. He's, he's trying real hard to be real serious. Oh, I bet he, oh, I bet he is. <laughs> Sweet. But you get four successes to his one, mm-hmm. and you squeeze his hand so hard you feel a pop. I sandbag it, by the way. What do you mean you sandbag it? No reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not yeah. even acknowledging anything. Hey, how you doing? Pop. <laughs> Sandbagging. Plank stare. That works. Yeah. Um, you you see Rufus when he turns to you, Zep, sort of flex his hand, and he 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 has one of these like closes his eyes for a moment, mm-hmm. and you get the sense that he just spent a blood point uh, to heal to heal the hit point, and he's gonna make. I'm so glad that you're going first. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Softening him up for me. Oh, did I? Oh, great! Thanks. Yeah, he's dead now. So now he's mad, and he's got four successes. Five, uh, four, four. So he's gonna he's gonna reach out for your hand, Zep. Same thing. He's reaching out. He's putting leverage on it, and he is gonna squeeze. I should have buffed up before this. You got more physical than I do. I do have five. I can't. Yeah. Well, that was before Uh, I thought we could go past five. So what had you buffed to? Had you had you done? Yeah. So you can buff, as a reminder, you probably you buffed at least one, I know. Oh. But remember, you can spend up to six blood points to buff three. That's oh. right. I'm going to... You can spend a lot of blood. Since I'm in this large group, I don't want to buff too much. So I'm going to well, buff... Well, no, you, you, you buff back at the... Right, right, right. I buffed back at the, back at the thing uh, for two die. Um, just so I happen to be... Physical. Mark your blood Three off. Blood. He spent how many blood? Three. You should be down four. One for waking up. Yep. Yep. And three for buffing. That's pretty good. Make your roll. I need every bit of this. You got four successes. You got One, two, three, four. You got four tie. Mm. So I'm gonna make a John Wayne reference. It's like that scene in uh, The Quiet Man when John Wayne's character. And the guy who plays Redwell Danaher, when Sean Thornton and Redwell Danaher shake hands and they're squeezing as hard as they can, you're both obviously squeezing for all you're worth. Neither of you's making any headway. And Jack finally leans over and goes, Rufus, come on, man. And Rufus reluctantly lets go. But he gives you a stare as you move to Jack. You get to the end of the line. You guys get to Jack, and Jack's more just openly friendly. And uh, Jack sort of gives you a significant look and then looks down at the head of the line where where Ashura and Aaron are still greeting people. And he, he sort of gives you, he pulls his hand across his brow to be like, kind of, like, you guys made it. I don't acknowledge. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Give him a chance. That's probably right. socially yeah. smart to not yeah. acknowledge. Yeah. How about you, Seth? Yeah, we were almost late. I'm glad that we made it on time. Ooh, that's, that's pretty aware for Zeb. To pull one of those, but but I, I give it to you. But I'm also looking like a complete, you know, looking around like, does anybody catch that? All right, you make it into the enclave. Dusty, who's John Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nathan. <sighs> People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you.